Italy are out of yet another World Cup, a nine-goal USL thriller, interviews with two USL stars, and more right here on the World Soccer Report. It is time for the Rowdies Rundown and World Soccer Report with Buster DeLay as we go over all of what's happening in the world of soccer. And here is your host, Buster DeLay. And welcome to the World Soccer Report. Today's show covers some truly special news and stories, so wasting no time at all, let's dive right in. Of course, I will open with the Rowdies Rundown. The Tampa Bay Rowdies were held to a 1-1 draw against Hartford Athletic. The visitors were very composed against a Rowdies team who had already played two games within the span of the last week. They seemed to have the answers to every move the green and gold made. Their dominance was given fair reward in the seventh minute when Joel Johnson curled a peach of a shot past Cochran, who was at full stretch, yet with the quality of left-back shot, he was left absolutely helpless. The game was quite quiet for most of the second half, with both sides showing their quality with a full lockdown of each other's tactics. However, in the 39th minute, Hartford shot themselves in the foot. Goalkeeper Austin Pack and midfielder Connor McGlynn were caught in a lapse of communication. Pack came out, did not get enough power on his pass to McGlynn, and, in return, was promptly chipped by Jake LaCava. This goal makes Jake LaCava the Rowdy's top goal scorer, as this goal marked his third goal in three successive games. The second half was a stalemate until approximately the 85th minute. The Rowdies turned on the kill switch, yet some heroics on the back line of Tom Bruett, Mo Jadama, Younes Budadi, Joel Johnson, and Tulu, along with a few great pieces of goalkeeping by Pack, kept the flurry of Rowdies' attacks at bay. Final score, 1-1. El Capitan has entered the building. Here to talk you through the game, and his cheeky back here last week, is none other than Sebastian Guenzotti. Here with Sebastian Guenzotti, forward number 13 for the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Now Sebastian, talk me through that assist that you got last week against Atlanta United 2 for the third goal of the match in the second half. It was just beautiful. Threaded through by Lewis Hilton, back heel to LaCava who is in absolute amazing form right now. What was that like? Yeah, no, uh, obviously we made it look like an unbelievable play, but you know, if Lakava didn't make that run, it would have been all just a, a backhill to nowhere. So so I think it's just, uh, it comes with a lot of practice, training, and uh, every day, you know, going at it and getting those movements right. Speaking of training, what is the consistency like on this team by a daily basis and the demand by Neil and all of the staff behind the scenes getting you guys to really perform like this yeah yeah i mean you know there's no coincidence that you know we made it twice so far and our training is one of the top trainings um you know every day we go out there and leave everything no matter if it's a training we always want to win if it's a small sided every you know everybody wants to win so that's that's uh to have a team like that and you know to be backed up in the games like like we do it's it's uh it's a pleasure to play and finally, what was it like tonight coming back from adversity, one nothing down, pretty early goal, the heck of a goal too, though. What was it like coming back from that? Yeah, yeah, it's never easy, you know. The teams um, here, you know, they defend really well. They defend very good. Um, they're a, a tough team. Um, we got that goal, um, you know, before the second, the, before the first half. That that's what we were hoping for to get get back in the game for the second half. Um, and then second half was, uh, I think we we dominated. 
Um, we just didn't get the goal, um, but we, you know, we, we tried until the end, and now we just got to look forward into the next game. How is it playing all these games in a short amount of time? Because between now and last Saturday, one week, this is the third game that we've played. What is that like? Because I can imagine it's pretty tiring. Yeah, yeah, definitely it's tiring. Um, you know, we do a very good job of recovering. Everybody um, the, is very professional in the team, and we do everything we can to get to the next game 100%. Uh, a lot of ice bath, normal attacks, recovery, um, and, and yeah, just taking care of ourselves. And, you know, what they demand here is a lot, but, um, you know, as long as we're feeling good and, and ready for the, for the next one. Thank you again, Seba. Italy is out of the World Cup. Welcome to the Worldwide Game of the Week! Yes, you heard me right, the reigning Euro 2020 champions are out! They suffered a surprise loss to North Macedonia. What a game it was as well. Italy outshot their opponents by 800%. They recorded 32 shots, while only 5 were on target. These shots on target were dealt with comfortably by Stole Dimitrovesky and the entire North Macedonia defense who each recorded many, many vital blocks. The Italian midfield was very solid, however their attack left a lot to be desired. North Macedonia had four shots, all from Alexander Trakovsky. They were playing an entirely defensive game until Trakovsky let one rip from range, catching a fairly untested Gianluigi Donnarumma out and winning the game in the 92nd minute. This loss meant Italy, one of the powerhouse nations in the game, have been eliminated in four successive World Cups. After winning in 2006, they were knocked out in the group stages of the 2010 and 2014 World Cups. Now, in 2018 and 2022, they have failed to even qualify. They still have the Euro 2020 under their belt, but this really shocked me. What. A. Game. The USA have all but qualified for the 2022 World Cup, as they defeated Panama by 5 goals to 1. Christian Pulisic scored a hat-trick, Paolo Ariola scored one, along with Jesus Ferreira scoring one as well. Two of Pulisic's goals were penalties, both of which were conceded by Panama's eventual goal scorer, Anibal Godoy. More on the USL Championship this week, I'd like to begin with one of the league's finest defenders, Tulu. This guy is genuinely one of the nicest people I have ever met. Be sure to check out his YouTube game day vlogs by searching up on YouTube, Tulu Time. Check out his other socials as well. Tulu joined me to discuss the competitive nature of the USL Championship, along with the club he plays for, Hartford Athletic. Here with Tulu, defender number four for Hartford Athletic. Now, Tulu, what is it like playing with a team with the pedigree of Hartford Athletic? Uh, I mean, look, playing with uh, Hartford Athletic, I mean, the feeling is like, it's an amazing feeling, you know, because, you know, obviously in the back line, we have nothing more but, you know, like grinders, you know, defenders that want to block, tackle, and obviously up top, you know, we have a lot of a lot of players that are hungry to score and, you know, obviously get on the score sheet. So, I mean, I'm happy to be here. Uh, great team, you know, teammates are amazing and uh, I love it, man. What is the feeling like playing in the second tier of American soccer, the USL Championship? What is that like playing at such a high level? Is a com is there a lot more like competitive drive, everything like that? Uh, I mean, it's it's competitive. It's competitive. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent around the the USL Championship. But uh, I would say the goal is to get to the to the MLS or you know any higher level. But obviously, I'm happy to be here. The competition is great. You know. Huge shout out to Tulu. Keep up the good work, man.
Also in the USL, one of the wildest games I have ever seen took place. It was between El Paso Locomotive and Las Vegas Lights. There was not a single second half goal. And then this happened. 53rd minute, Cal Jenkins. 55th minute, Danny Trejo. 56th minute, Cal Jenkins. 59th minute, Nick Hines. 60th minute, Danny Trejo. 65th minute, Ricardo Zacharias. 70th minute, Harry Brockbank. And 73rd minute, Julian Gaines. Insane! To cap it off, Frank DeRoma was sent off for what seemed to be a hard shove or a punch. Then, Dylan Mayers scored yet another goal in this game, then he almost equalized with a free kick with the last kick of the game. Final score in El Paso, Las Vegas 5, El Paso 4. After that crazy game, it's time to go on to the MLS spotlight. Charlotte FC may be finding their sea legs in the MLS as they took FC Cincinnati to the cleaners. Their designated player, Karol Swiderski, is simply out of this world. The Polish forward recorded two goals in this contest, one being a tap-in, a tap-in they still had to beat a determined goalkeeper, and the other goal being an outrageous free kick. On top of this, Charlotte's goalkeeper, Christian Kalina, has easily been one of, if not the best inaugural goalkeepers this league has ever seen. The Croatian shot stopper bailed out multiple defensive conundrums while making some vital saves from Cincinnati's attack as well. The Queen City seems to rival Atlanta for fan packing in terms of capacity and noise, yet as someone who has experienced a nearly full Mercedes-Benz Stadium, any club in the entire world would have to try really hard to top a regular season Atlanta United game. While some of the top five leagues are on international break, why not talk about some transfers? One of the huge pending transfers in Europe, Franck Kessie, has verbally agreed to sign for FC Barcelona. This, in my mind, really works for Barca. He is a mastermind of the midfield, and with his possible partnership of veteran Sergio Biscuits, the holding midfield of Barcelona can really boost the attacking possibilities their youth and vibrant attack offer. Taxi Archers Fontas joins DC United for $400,000. The Greek forward joins what could be a very exciting DC attack. If he can link up with Ole Kamara in the right way, the MLS could be in serious trouble. Ronaldo Cisneros joins Atlanta United on loan from CD Guadalajara. This is most likely due to the departure of Eric Torres to Orange County in the USL. He could be a very important key, playing alongside Atlanta's Forge or coming in off the bench. Paolo Dybala is set to be on the move as his contract expires with Juventus at the end of the season. He is reported to leave as of now on a free. No confirmations on where he will be going just yet, but as soon as there are any, I'll let you know. Be sure to follow my Instagram account, at World Soccer Report. That's that symbol, World Soccer Report, all one word. And if you were listening in on the radio, be sure to check out my Spotify show archives by searching on Spotify, The World Soccer Report, not all one word. While you were there, click the link in my Spotify description to learn how you can make a difference for the show. Thank you for listening, and as always, thank you to Radio St. Pete Online for being my home base here on the show. This has been the World Soccer Report, and I'll see you at the game.